Hi there, Elaine Addison here and thanks for tuning in to To Sum It Up, Pay It Forward podcast where I have the greatest pleasure of speaking to a small business owner and hearing about their why behind their business. What have they learned along the way? They're going to share that with us too and they also get the opportunity to pay it forward and thank someone that has helped them on their journey. So stay tuned in to hear who today's guest is going to be. 10 minutes, 10 days, 10 actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit twosummitup.co.uk forward slash 10 dash actions. Hi, everybody. I've got another amazing guest with me today. Um, We've only recently met, really, um, but certainly hit it off uh, straight away. And this is the lovely Katrina Ellis, who's the founder director of Financial Wellness Academy and Ruby Property Solutions. So absolutely lovely to have you with me here today, Katrina. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks, Elaine. And thank you very much for having me on. It's my, my pleasure to be here um, on your podcast. So thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're very welcome. Very welcome. And you've got such um, a lot to share, I know. So I'm going to jump in right into the into my first question, but just tell people where you're based, actually, which is, is a good place to start. Yeah, I'm uh, originally from Ireland, but I am based currently and for the last six years in the Isle of Man, which for those of you who don't know where that is, because get regularly mixed up with the Isle of Wight, it's just off the Cumbrian coast or very close to Liverpool. Yeah, not too far from me, actually, as the crow flies, is it? So uh, there you mm-hmm. go. Indeed. <laughs> OK, so first question I ask everybody is we've all got a reason why we started our business. So what was your reason for starting yours? covid um my um my uh ex-husband uh, is a pilot and uh last year obviously when covid hit in march he was furloughed uh, straight away but he because we were in the Alaman, he was furloughed on zero pay so um they didn't pay anything so we went from having a nice big fat juicy salary uh coming into the house to having 200 pounds per week coming in and we're a family of five so we've got three young kids who are now 13 11 and 8 so that was a massive shock to the system um and so i he he was pretty confident it would his pay would be kind of reinstated pretty quickly but i i just had a strong kind of intuitive feeling that that wasn't going to happen mm-hmm. so i thought okay well what what can i do and up to that point i had been a uh, full-time mom um, i'd stepped out of the corporate workforce in 2008 um, when i um, had my first child and i was um up to that point as well full-time home educator so we had three kids um, who were all being home educated pre-covid uh they've never been to school so that was my full-time full-time thing uh very happily so but out of necessity then I, i realized okay i need to do something here um so property i had literally just come back from a property course um and uh that was the immediate obvious uh option so i started to explore that that was a minefield in terms of compliance um on the island because we have our own financial services authority and yeah so it, it really started from there so it was really out of necessity 
but I had already got a couple of little seeds of ideas in my head and it started from there, really. Wow, that is quite a story. My goodness me. And how so, so that is literally, I didn't realise myself that it was that new to you. Um, wow, but yeah, goodness me. So you've really dug deep there. Great that you'd, you'd sort of shown that interest anyway, I guess, in the property. So, so it went from there. So we're going to talk a bit more about how you did that. So you, you had the idea turning into it into a business how did that work for you well it was yeah there were so many so many obstacles in my in my way at that stage I had to become an estate agent um, very quickly because the compliance that we have here, I even though I wasn't actually taking any money directly from the clients I was working with, it was paid via an introducer, I had to be registered with the Financial Services Authority. And to do that, I had to be a fellow of the National Association of Estate Agents. And to do that, I had to have a level four qualification um, in property, which I didn't have. Um, so I, I, after I eventually kind of siphoned my way through all the information and all the compliance obstacles, I was like, okay, so I need to become an estate agent. Got the curriculum. Uh, there were six modules. It normally takes about, I think, 18 months to get through it. I received the folders on the 7th of October last year because I remember it was my son's birthday and I passed my last exam the day before my birthday on the December the 8th so in two months I passed four modules um, I got uh, I got um, exemptions from two for my my existing degree in commerce and I got the four um, exams through they've never done back-to-back -back exams before but I, I you know used my charisma to talk the lovely exam center lady into allowing me <laughs> to back them back so I did four hours exams on one day and four exam four hour exams on the other um, two on each day and literally just and on a wing and a prayer hoped that I was going to get through that I was going to pass I didn't get the results until February but it was all good so we couldn't do anything here until I had all those things through and then we had to go through the registration with the financial services authority which was an eye-opener. Now, in the UK, it's, it's more of a tick-the-box exercise. Here, I was interviewed a number of times. Uh, my, um, my massive gap in the workforce was questioned um, quite uh, in-depth, uh, which was a massive source of um, annoyance to me and really just was actually turned out to be a blessing because it made me relook at everything I was doing and simplify it really well. So for, from March, when I had the first idea, before I could actually operate, it was probably, uh, it was, I think, maybe February, March. Um, so it was nearly a year I was getting everything in, in motion. So I couldn't earn anything. I couldn't do anything in that window. It was literally just planting seeds and doing all I had to do wow. to overcome one obstacle after the other. So there were so many times where I thought, you know, this is just so hard but I knew the reward was potentially very significant. And so I just kept pushing and I'm, you know, I was halfway through then. I thought I can't give up now. I just have to keep going. Uh, and I had really good support around me um, that kept encouraging me and saying, no, look, you're, you've gone through the worst, but keep going, keep going. And we eventually came through the other side of it uh, and started to, um, yeah, started to then be able to earn from it. And then the financial wellness stuff, 
appeared out of the blue. Um, it was, I kept being nudged. I was asked to do a free webinar in May last year for a coaching group I'm in. And it was to support people in COVID and lots of people were having money troubles. And even though we had had our salary reduced, you know, uh, down to 200 pounds a, a week, financially, we weren't worried because I had spent the previous five years studying this for our own personal use. And we had a really good handle on it. We had, you know, we didn't need to take a mortgage holiday or we didn't need to compromise our quality of life yeah. in any major way because we, ha we were okay. So it's, I was asked to do a webinar. I said, yep, yeah, sure, I can do it. I did it, but it was on wellness generally and the finance, the money piece of it was a small part. But the feedback I got was, you just came alive with that piece. And I love that piece because I just think so many people struggle with it as I did initially in 2015. So the financial wellness piece started um, from working with a one couple uh, last March um, who really needed some help. And I said, I charged a crazy small amount um, mm -hmm. and just said, you know, I have the concept of an, uh, an, an idea yeah. of a framework I can use. And I ran with it. And, you know, I wanted to reflect their faith in me in you know yeah. working with me um and they got amazing results and I thought okay now let's take take this yeah. uh, kernel of an idea and see if we can put it into a group format and again I had another group 10-12 people who had faith in me I charged them something quite a small amount of money but still they gave their faith to me and then I got results from them um, so it just kept growing and growing. Yeah. Um, but each time I dip my toe in the water and intu my intu intuition was my biggest strength. And I just kept following my nose, not knowing, you know, that what's who, who has that famous expression of you don't need to see the whole staircase to take the next step. Yeah, and that just I kept that, that in my mind. Didn't know where it was going, but like, okay, this feels like right then right next step. This feels like the right next step and just kept going and going. And yeah. I've got to, I'm shaking my head here because honestly, this is one incredible story, isn't it? I mean, goodness me, you just, yeah, it, it, you, you definitely made a, a leap of faith, never mind steps up the staircase. Goodness me, you, um, <laughs> gosh, you want to make a flu. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just, but you know, you know, what's the, the other expression is um, necessity is the mother of invention and it was mm. nece really necessary. And then, you know, throw in the middle of that. A marriage which you think you know think is okay and then COVID blows it up and blows the cracks yeah. wider than they ever were and now my financial necessity to do what I'm doing become became far greater and I thought mm -hmm. I need this to fly because I can't make a decision on a relationship if I can't stand on my own two feet financially mm -hmm. so I need to make this work so I got to myself to that stage and then looked at the relationship made the decision you know what this is not going the right way it's not working for us and so mm -hmm. I had to you know deal with that then so it's been a monumental year in so many ways but I, I wouldn't redo anything differently um, I wouldn't take any decision differently I did the things that I needed to do a lot of them were very difficult but I feel the better for it and yeah, yeah it's definitely yeah the right oh, the right right things for me for you huge respect definitely got so so let's give people an idea then you've sort of touched on some things there about how um you help people what sort of people go to you or what to, what do they need when they go to you and how do you help them 
Well, two, two hats um, in this regard. So primarily where my passion uh, largely is, is working specifically with women who don't have a good handle on their money stuff. They don't have a good relationship with money and it's a source of stress to them. So they often have no idea, you know, if they have a pension, you know, what the pension is, if it will be sufficient to provide for them in their retirement. They don't know what's coming in, going out. They, they have very little idea um, and they don't, most importantly, have a sense of financial wellness. And so they come to me and they're usually in the state of, um, you know, of overwhelm, of paralysis, of stress, fear um, around money. And we work together through that to improve that relationship so that they have a sense of ab abundance and financial wellness on a daily basis. And that doesn't mean that, you know, it's not all, all based around numbers. Um, it's based about the feeling that you have. And I just actually before before the podcast, I had um, a one to one with a client and she described the progress she'd made in the last few months. Uh, and for her, it was really simple things. She um, now has a house which she is warm, dry and safe, which mm. she had previously been living in houses that had all sorts of structural issues. And this was the first time she'd actually, during the winter time, um, be, being able to live in somewhere that actually felt really, really great and she felt yeah. safe. And now she has a car that she never had previously and in the bad weather then she and her partner can get around. So they were really important things to her and she yeah. wasn't in survival mode. So to me, it's things like that that um, it kind of epitomize what financial wellness feel, feels for people. And for a lot yeah. of people, it comes back to basic things. It doesn't mean, you know, yachts and private jets and all that stuff. Yeah. It's actually pretty simple requirements that we have. So that's kind of one, one um, space. Yeah. The other space in terms of property is working with um, people who already have um, a portfolio of property and want to add to it. Um, or people who are dipping their toe in the property world for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I've been in property myself since 2008. Um, I've got lots of scars uh, and stories on that front too. Um, but I decided last year I actually didn't want to be, deal with either refurbishments or tenants anymore. And I just put it out there and thought, you know, how, how can I do this? And lo and behold, um, somebody appeared who basically was the answer to all my wishes and provides a hands-free option so I work with people um, looking to get into property in that, in that respect as well in a in hands-free way and we invest in the northeast of England so they're my my two hats and the two types of people that I work with. Wow gosh I, I'm so inspired I've got to be honest with you I really am I'm, I'm, I'm sort of partly speechless actually I'm thinking this lady is just terrific my slogan is make it happen and you've certainly made it happen in your life haven't you because you should be incredibly proud of yourself so what about there we Thank go you. this leads nicely into um, a highlight so what's a highlight for you in uh, in recent the recent 12 months I guess what what was um I have to say well yeah there's probably one on each one on each um business hat um oh. getting CPD accreditation for a financial wellness academy was definitely the highlight in that respect um but I I'd actually even when I say that I'm thinking yeah that was an amazing achievement but when I think of the conversation I just had with my client and all the other clients, mm. their achievements and their progress. Um, also, um, I don't think I could pick between the two, probably. Yeah, because they're equally fulfilling. Yeah. The changes I've been able to witness them going through, um, you know, coming to me in debt and walking away after a 90 day program looking at investing in property when it wasn't even on their radar when they started with mm. me it was just about getting out of debt and now they're talking about property investing and you think okay well the person who started on day one is not the person who finished in day 90 and that's really fulfilling yeah. um in terms of the property stuff it's 
acquiring nearly six in 10 month period. So again, no hanging around, making it happen. Um, we've put them through in batches of three. And that was with a stab duty holiday in the middle for five and a half months. So we were out of action for five and a half months. So if I boil it down, that would make it what? Four and a half months, we got six over the line. Um, and they're all, you know, bringing, bringing very low and put income in. So um, yeah, I think they're probably the highlights. I'm exhausted listening to you. I don't know what you feel like having done it all. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of, I think you probably know from your work as well, it gives you energy. Yes, it requires yeah. energy to get it done. But when you get those kind of results, you think, you know, it pays you back in kind and you think yeah. it just fuels you to keep going and going. And, you know, the, the danger for me is to go, okay, well, when's, when are you going to step, press stop mm. or press pause? Um, that's my downfall and, and something I need to watch out for. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, when we start a business, Katrina, at my word, there's always the things that we're good at, but actually there's the bits that we just hate. And we wear so many hats, don't we? Which which are the bits that spring to mind that you think, I don't really like that bit much? Compliance. I hate <laughs> compliance. I hate it with a passion. So I, I brought, I brought, had the really good fortune to meet um, a lovely um, female entrepreneur who that was her speciality and she'd be starting up a business. And I thought, oh, you and me need to be friends. Um, so and I just met her yesterday actually for a coffee and it's like, oh, she's just amazing. And we're totally different. She loves the stuff I hate. And, you know, I'm, you know, motivating, inspiring her and saying, yeah, come on, you can do this and you can do that. And she's going, okay, well, give me, give me the stuff that you don't want. Oh yeah, we'll do the report for the financial service authority. And I'm like, yes, yeah, you can have it. Just do it and just give it back to me when it's done and ask me as few questions as you possibly can. I hate compliance. I hate form filling. I hate anything with details. It just, because I, 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 I breeze through it and I always muck it up. So yeah, compliance stuff is my accolades here. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So what about the tough days? And because in business, you know, there are tough days, aren't there? So what gets you through those days? My kids and remembering why I'm doing this and being a good, good example for them. And, you know, sometimes I think I've had, had lots of them in the last in the last 18 months. And just recognizing them, not denying them, um, just going, you know what? It is tough. And, you know, having great support um, in my network and in my immediate family and friends has been invaluable. And just, you know, just recognizing it. Um, you know, we, we had had our conversation on LinkedIn around sea swimming. So when I see this happening, uh, that will be my go to in terms of my mental health and just to totally chill out. So I'll take myself off for a sea swim and look after myself. Um, I used to be in the camp of push through, push through, you know, and now I'm going, you know what? No, you actually need to just when you see that that stuff happening and you're, you've hit a wall, just walk away and come back to it when you're in a better space yourself, because trying to break through a wall when you're not in a good space uh. is, is just futile. Um, so I come walk away from it, come back with my pole vaulting pole and just go the hell over it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. I, I, as I said in our LinkedIn conversation, it's about, so with my people who do a sea swimming, because I mesh, I feel the cold terribly. So I'm really, really rubbish. So I do admire you doing that. Definitely. Good. all year well, round it, as well it, I might add. yeah it's it, but it's not it's not for everybody I mean some people love my friend uh, loves jogging mm -hmm. I hate jogging so I think yeah. it's just about finding whatever that thing is for you that just really chills you out and, and tops yeah. up your batteries yeah absolutely 
So can you believe we're on to the last question now? It all goes so quickly, this. Um, and the next, the last question is, it's your opportunity now to sort of pay it forward and thank somebody that's helped you or a couple of people who've helped you on your journey. So who are they and why? Um, the one that springs to mind straight away, and I'm even, even getting emotional thinking about this individual, um, is um, our partner that we're, we work with in the Northeast in property. And his name is Chris Laghorn. Um, he's not on social media or he doesn't advertise doesn't have a website or anything like that. He's a no school gentleman, I would describe him as. I have yet to meet him in person. Um, he's the reason that we have six properties under our belt. Um, partly he found them for us. And when everything was hitting the fan last year and I, I had very little support or understanding as to what I was doing, um, he was the one who, who just kept checking in with me and kept you know, making sure I was okay. And on some really tough days, um, in floods of tears, you know, showing me such support. And on one particular occasion, um, I was really struggling financially to support what I was trying to do. And he offered to pay for a brochure that uh, I needed to put together for the um, property stuff. And it wasn't about the money for me. It was about somebody had that much faith in me mm-hmm. that he had was prepared to put his money where his mouth was it wasn't just kind of lip service he was genuinely trying to help me and he was you know he was coming at it from um you know a perspective of he was doing well and what he was doing and I was just starting out and he could see something that I couldn't um now mm. I look back and think yeah okay I, I see what you know he, he saw my tenacity he's so my struggling uh, and he knew there was something there if I could just kind of get a leg up and he yeah. was the one to give me that so I'm Aww. hugely grateful for that faith um, it was absolutely invaluable to me and yeah he's been key person and somebody you know I have massive faith in because a lot of people look at what we've done and buying six properties without ever even seeing them I think we're absolutely bonkers but working with somebody like that um, of such caliber and such trust, mm. trust and integrity um, I would buy properties all day long with somebody like that because he was what he gave to me, you know, can never put a price on. So it was, it was huge. Oh, gosh, that's, it sounds an incredible person. So what's his name again? Chris? Chris Clayhorn. Right. Okay. And he's not on social media. So you'll have to send in the link to this podcast no. then. <laughs> yes, um, I will. <laughs> on email so we can tune into it because that's massive. So have you got somebody else you'd like to thank as well? I think probably the 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 lovely compliance person um, I um, mentioned as well. Actually, she was she was really totally different nature, but just I saw again that was, mm. I was struggling. I was really struggling at various points, and this was something she could do in her sleep and didn't bat an eyelid. Whereas mm. I was pulling my hair out about it, and she she stuck by us, and um, she you know was able to help us and get us to a point and you know from a payment point of view again financially struggling um we were able to do something that was kind of mutually beneficial and she was so understanding and caring and yeah just there's some genuine people and now it's kind of come full circle in that I've been able to introduce business to her and uh, you know uh, help her out and support her as well um and return return the kindness so um yeah, yeah she's another another amazing entrepreneur um her name is Claire Tucker Okay, fantastic. So, so you, you and we've met by the Cobra Club, haven't we? So, and that's a fantastic network, isn't it? Of uh, very, very it supportive is. people. So it is it. amazing. And I, 
I couldn't think of one one person. The cover club came into my head as well, and I couldn't think if I had to pick one person out of there. I don't think I could because no. the club as an entity, it is a very supportive, collaborative space, mm. and um, it's somewhere I've been a member of now for what nine months or so. And um, yeah, so many collaborations, so much support, and such a really really um networking with the difference i'd say where people yeah. genuinely care and support each other so that's yeah. another i think of space yeah that i would definitely mention the cobra yeah well exactly so we're coming to the end i'm i i'm totally inspired by your story i i've got to say i didn't know your story before today so i am very very inspired and you are definitely one tenacious lady there is absolutely no getting away from that and what you've achieved and um, but as you said, you know, it's take, taking some time out, isn't it? Switch, put the press the pause button for yourself sometimes is um, is is important, isn't it? When you're running your own business, yeah. share with people then where they can find you because I know there's going to be people listening to this now. Um, which platforms are you on? And I will put all the links in the show notes as well. But just sort of which where's the best place to get hold of you? I guess um, the two main platforms I'm on, um, Elaine, are uh, Facebook just under my own name or my Facebook page is 90 Days to Financial Wellness. And I'm also on LinkedIn just with my my own name, Katrina Ellis. Yeah, so they're the best exactly. two to connect with me. Wonderful. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. You're such an incredible lady. And it's a real joy having you on as my guest. And I know people will really enjoy listening to your story. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you very much for having me, Elena. Really, really enjoyed it. You've been listening to me, Elaine Otherton, talking to another amazing small business owner today and hearing about their story. As a sales coach, I get to surround myself with small business owners on a daily basis, and I love helping them make things happen. I combine sales coaching, sales training and accountability in my work with people because, quite honestly, combining all those three things together actually makes things happen. If you'd like to find out more about what I do, you can head to my website on www.tosummitup.com or find me on LinkedIn, Elaine Atherton. Have a great day.